Everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. 2019 is here, and we're back in action here at Poker Action Line. We're uh, sidling up to the felt and ready to go at it for another year. Uh, did you have a good New Year's, Joe? I had a great New Year's. Uh, took the family to New Orleans, a city that I love to go to. Can't get a bad meal there. That's buddy. You from from your mouth to God's ears, there is the truth, and uh, it was wonderful how they handled that. And I had totally forgotten that the Sugar Bowl. So we had a lot of Texas and Georgia fans there, a lot more people. We got in on that Sunday, which was the Saints' last home game. So I, I was expecting to not be able to move on Bourbon Street. We went for the fireworks. I've been in New Orleans for a uh, Fourth of July celebration. Fireworks were on the Mississippi River in the same for the viewing area. But it wasn't, it, you know, there was a lot of people, Dave, but it didn't feel crowded. They really? know how to handle it. Yeah, they do not. You know, you don't feel no claustrophobic, and everybody was in such a great mood. The weather was great. I mean, it was a little foggy and stuff, but, um, you know, weather was in the 60s. Uh, it, was, it was warm. I mean, I've been in New Orleans in January where it was in the, it was very cold uh, towards the end, later end of January, but... The weather was great. We drove up there, Dave, so it was a nice, nice ride with, with my wife and, and two of my kids, and just had a great time. And then we, then we stopped at the Beau Rivage for two nights coming yeah, back. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Uh, so. Did you, uh, while you were in New Orleans, did you check out the poker room at Harris, which uh, is right off Bourbon Street? I went into Harris, but I did not check out their poker room because it was it was late, and you know we we actually only stayed like three blocks away, right on Canal. Which is like where Harris meets with Canal and and everything, and um, you know, being that my wife doesn't really gamble or anything, I didn't want to leave her alone. Uh, right. My my daughters right. went and played a little bit of uh, craps and blackjack, so I did not really participate. I got to see the poker room uh, at the Bowl Rivage uh, and everything, and uh, we could discuss that a little bit later. But no, I, unfortunately, I did not see the poker room there, but. Uh, had a great time. I, that's something I would love to do again. I've experienced New Year's Eve at Disney because my daughters, they're, they're diehard Disney's, never do that again. Epcot Center, 100,000 people, and we were literally like marching, the, the March of the Wooden Soldiers when we got out of there. You didn't move unless the person in front of you moved. And, we, I mean, we were shoulder to shoulder and literally back to back. And it took us about 40 minutes to, to, to walk a tenth of a mile just to get to an opening, which is for the uh, the employees, where at least it opened up. But it took me almost an hour just to get to my car once we decided to leave Epcot. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of being that. So I wasn't sure if I was going to experience that in New Orleans, and we didn't. We didn't experience it when we were there a few years ago for July 4th. Love that town. Really do. And the best dining experience yeah, I've ever terrific. had. Um, I spent uh, New Year's Eve in Memphis. Uh, normally we stay downtown within walking distance of Beale Street, but we did not this year, so I didn't make it down there for uh, the big block party there. But um, we had a great football game uh, that started at like 3.30 in the afternoon, and 
Uh, it was Oklahoma State and Missouri, which was a tremendous game that went down to the the final play, 38-33 final, and uh, extremely entertaining game. So uh, didn't have any uh, interaction with poker there at all, but uh, it was a great New Year's and. Uh, Good to be back home, though, with the beautiful weather we're having down here now. Yes, it is. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. My wife was complaining. My daughter's going, it's so great. And my, my daughter says, Mommy, we always have sunshine in Florida. But, you know, 95% of the time, I go, it doesn't matter that we see a little something different there. But you know what I did want to say real quick, and, and, uh, being that I have used to gamble on games and everything, I've always dabbled. I wasn't sure who had legalized, you know, even, you know, Supreme you know, Court for betting. sports betting. But at the it's in about I, six states right now. I don't know because I didn't check for for uh, if whether Louisiana has it or not. But I, now I know that the Biloxi, I mean Mississippi, definitely has right. it. But it's so funny because the Beau Rivage, as soon as we walked in, my wife's first expression was, "Oh my God, this looks like a baby Bellagio." Those were her exact words. So the the the. The gentleman who was taking care of our luggage and walking, and I had to use the bathroom. I said, where's the bathroom? And I go, wow, this is nice. He goes, yeah, we call it the baby Bellage, the baby Bellagio. Wow. And I go, wow, those were my wife's exact words. And it's uncanny because if you've been to the Bellagio in Vegas, once you come from where you check in and you're heading towards the elevators and that's the opening of the casino, it is exactly like that. Exactly like that, and it is. It's like a, a miniature version of the of the Bellagio. Once you get inside, you have your shop area. It's nowhere near as big. You know, it's probably about a tenth or twenty percent of that. But the table setup and everything was just like the Bellagio. It, it looked very nice. Well, speaking of good weather, obviously great weather in the Bahamas, which is just eighteen my uh, eighteen minute flight from uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, where we do the show. And uh, didn't head over there, but of course, much of the poker world is there right now because of this uh, Poker Stars uh, Players Championship. Uh, they have been giving out these platinum passes worth thirty thousand each. Uh, gave out over three hundred of them. I think three twenty was the total when they by the time oh, they got thirty thousand dollar packages. Thirty thousand packages. Wow. So, uh, so it's amazing the prize pool. Uh, well, going in, you kind of wondered what was going to happen. First of all. Uh, High roller tournaments maybe attract $25,000 tournaments, attract maybe 100 to 200 players. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's Those a are lot. We've ones. had them where they've only well, had 20-something to 40. This is a worldwide tournament with a $25,000 buy-in. So, uh, you know, you kind of look at that that number, maybe a little over 100. Uh, but they gave away 320 passes, and they gave them to all kinds of people. You want them some places. Uh, they gave them to people who wrote essays. They gave them to people who are bloggers or vloggers. Uh, they gave them to people who uh, won drawings at different tournaments around the country. At the Hard Rock, uh, at the Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open, each tournament you entered, you got an entry into the drawing. And a good friend of ours, a friend of the show, who's been on in name of Rodriguez, by the way, Carlo Rodriguez, Okay. Uh, who we will definitely talk about his experience. He won the one in August, and then they gave an a another in, in November. Uh, so they but gave away several. Now you're talking about they've gave away over 300 of these worldwide. Right. Oh, okay. And I, for some reason, I thought it was here at no, the Hard Rock. No, not just here. Oh, okay. Uh, all over the place. It started way back in January, and what Poker Stars did was encourage their reps uh, who wear their patches and uh, you know represent the company to come up with ways to give these out. So they all got the kind of their choices. Uh, Chris Moneymaker 
as we uh, played the uh, interview over the best of shows, uh, talked about how he wanted to come up with an idea for a player to have a small buy-in and have a chance to win life-changing money. So he used the $86 mark, which is what he bought into the original satellite that got him in in 2003 to the World Series of Poker when he won the title. Uh, so he had uh, 11 different tournaments. He played in seven of them. Uh, or I guess he no, he played in all of them. I believe he made the final table in seven of them, something like that. But so what was it like? The, the eleven winners would then play off. For no, the the, uh, the people that that played in the event uh, had a chance to. Uh, yeah, the the winner of each uh, main event got a, a, a platinum pass. Oh, so he gave away eleven of them, yeah. eleven thirty thousand dollar packages. One, yeah, the one down here, he finished second. He couldn't win the pass, obviously, so the guy who was playing head-to-head automatically was going to get the pass. And then uh, they also had some drawings and different things as well. So uh, they gave away 320 of them. So you, this is what I want to ask you is, uh, you know, for those numbers at a, a high-roller tournament and then 320 plat- passes of all different kinds of people. Now, Fish, well, before, I, people before who don't you know continue, I want to ask, the platinum package was specifically tent to the high-roller no, this what? tournament is a twenty-five thousand dollar buy-in. It's now, the, the people uh, who won the packages, how do they? How did they distribute that money as far as buy-ins for tournaments? Do you know that? Just the one, just the, the one the, high just the one who won the tournament got a got a platinum pass, which right. is a twenty-five thousand dollar buy-in to this tournament okay. and five thousand in travel. And, okay, that's what I was asking because okay. I didn't know if it, it allowed them to buy into a five thousand no, dollar tournament. No, they get to choose. They've oh, got so just, this is so, this is an oh added-on tournament. It's the it's the Poker Stars Caribbean Adventure, which was scheduled for the tenth through the nineteenth of January. They put this tournament on the sixth through the tenth up front. So it's not the main event. It's a completely separate event, but it's on the front end. And I'm sorry, they gave away how many packages? 320. Again? 320 and 30,000 was the prize pool on that. I mean, the uh, value of that The value, that but tournament. 25 to the tournament. Right. Okay. All right. So wait a minute. So I'm going to do this uh, again here. What I, wanna, on. what I want to ask you is how many people do you think signed up for the event? Outside of the winners? No. Total. Oh, you, total. The three twenty that the three twenty plus prices, the people who didn't win plus prices. anybody else that wanted to buy in for twenty five thousand, knowing that some of the players are going to be very weak players there, right? You know, not, and, not a lot of experience, and, not weak, and, but and knowing right not now that that prize pool is at eight million dollars just with those three twenty. Right. Okay, I just plus did the math. Poker Stars added a million to first pra- first the first place prize on top of all on top of that. Of that. Wow, I would imagine that the 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 high rollers the you know. I gotta imagine it's got to be over two hundred people that that would have gone did, into that. Did you that. use thirty thousand as a number? Uh, no, I used twenty five okay. because five thousand was for travel. So I should, I, I did okay. three twenty times twenty five thousand. It came me eight million dollars exactly. An extra million now is added to the prize, not to the prize pool, but to the winner, right? To the right. winner. A million was to the winner. So that's an added extra value to the to the to whoever wins that. I, I gotta imagine that the high rollers, the you know who. You know, I don't know how many even tried to win a package, but I would doubt not too many of them. It had to be at least 200, if not more. Okay, the total ended up being 1,039 players. <laughs> okay. So people that that were going to go and play the uh, the PCA anyway went early to play in this. Uh, the prize pool right now sits at 26.5 million. 
with first place has they first place five five point one million, and that's with the million already added that's on. That's with the million added, added on. Five, five point so one. they're giving out a lot of it spread out. Well, that's oh my god, that is impressive. Right. So this is day two. Uh, they were able to enter early today uh, as they started day two. So the the entries are closed now at a thousand thirty nine. There are two hundred ninety players left at the moment, and. Uh, they are battling that out. There's still two more days to play. Uh, they'll battle it down, and, uh, and first I'm, place will be over five. I'm gathering they're paying about 150 places, give or take, or are uh, they going to 200 are, places with 20 percent? That's a good point. I mean, they're paying 181 spots. So they are they're paying just over 15 percent, or right around 15 percent. Let's see, a thousand? How many? A uh, thousand thirty-nine. One hundred and fifty-two to one eighty-one. So one is is making twenty-five thousand four hundred fifty dollars. So you get your money. Wait. Well, you're not. You're getting your money back. One hundred eighty-one One hundred eighty-one places are being paid, and how many were the entrants? Thousand thirty-nine. Thousand thirty-nine. They're paying 17%, 17, yeah. almost 17.5% right. is what they're paying, which is nice. First prize jump is at 151, which goes to 35,000. The next prize jump is 119th, is 39.5. So if you make the final table, let's call it the final, final nine, you make over $400,000. And the first prize you said was 35,000. So you're getting a little over ten thousand, making a little over ten thousand off your entry for for one fifty one for hundred fifty first place. I'm sorry, how much was that? Thirty five thousand was the the first prize jump right. from twenty five four fifty to thirty five thousand is at one fifty one. Okay. Anyway, uh, very interesting thing because the people playing, there's uh, some big name athletes playing. Uh, Paul Pierce, Tony Hawk. Uh, other players who play poker are, are in this thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a hell of a marketing Sergio idea Garcia that they, they came up with here. Don't yeah, you think tremendous, so? Tremendous, tremendous. And it built over the whole year because they, as of October 1st, when I talked about it on the show, they had only given 180 passes away at that time. Yeah, but so think about it. They bring these people in. Now they're also going to be there for that time frame. They're going to probably enter other tournaments. Oh, yeah. And, and there's a lot of generate big, rollers, uh, generate income from, uh, you know, revenue from a lot there's of different... 41 tournaments in the, in the PCA. Yeah, so, so you get that now. How head-to-head, uh, -head, because we know that the uh, Aussie Millions is usually around the same time, correct? Well, it's, that's later in the month. Uh, later in the month? Yeah. I would have been have time interested to, to see, because if they had heads up like that, I would have been very interested. There's a little know. bit of an overlap. But Gus Hansen uh, kind of came out of retirement to play this thing. Vanessa Selbst as well. Uh, Jason and Natasha Mercier uh, both played and got knocked out within a minute of each other. No. Yeah. Jason got knocked out first. Sent a tweet and said, well, 5.1 million is not going to be mine. Maybe my wife can win it. And she goes, it's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a minute later, she got knocked out. She got knocked out with, she had pocket kings, got it all in against pocket jacks and lost. It got either hit a jack or, or, yeah. or, or straight. I think so. it was a jack. Anyway, Paul Pierce, the basketball player, played Tony Hawk, Norm McDonald, uh, Bruce Buffer, uh, who the uh, Poker Stars is now has a uh, tie-in with the UFC. He does all the announcing right. of the UFC uh, matches. He did the uh, shuffle up and deal. He played in the tournament as well. Uh, and other big names. David Williams played. Uh, Jen Harmon. And, uh, of course, all the big-name players who are playing now, the big high rollers, uh, Eric Seidel, uh, Chino Ream, and uh, Rainer Kempe, and Maria Ho, and 
So this, the, the, knowing that you had 320 people who have maybe, what, 10 to 15 might be top, you know, might be very good poker well, players. I, I, you know, it's weird because David Peters won a, won a platinum okay. pass. He was player of the year two years ago right. and was in the top five this year. So there were some really good but, players. But you're him, talking but probably less than five, let's say 10%, and that's that, that would be 32 people. That's a lot to say that they would be world-class right. poker players. So, For instance, Carlo Rodriguez, uh, who I've talked with on the show a couple of times, interviewed him, and a uh, really great guy. And, uh, you know, he was really excited about being on the show a couple of times. And I see him at the Hard Rock at all these local tournaments here. And he has a full-time job. He has two kids, I believe, two or maybe three. Uh, he's married with children and uh, has a full-time job. So he plays on the weekends mainly for some of these tournaments. He entered as many as he could to get more of a chance and end up winning the drawing. So he was super excited. He took his whole family over there, tweeting about it, and it's like a trip of a lifetime for him. Exactly. You know what that is? 25000 plus you're getting 5000 for travel. So that's going to leave you enough money unless you're like, well, Carlo maybe might not say that. But, you know, to get there, food, the hotel, to book your hotel, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a vacation exactly. of a lifetime. With an opportunity to win life, and I mean life-changing money, yeah, real life-changing money. Absolutely. If you get to those final tables. And, of course, all the stars from Poker Stars that represent Liv Boree and all these people and, that represent them. Exactly. And you know what else is the other interesting thing that gets there? Like you said, 700 other people joined this thing, right? 709, to be exact, right? Because it was 1,039. Right, right. It's just amazing. It, 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 it's you're You're... Going to play with some of the top poker players in the world, you know. That we always say that, you know, because in the main event, there's seven, eight thousand people. Right. You don't know if you're going to sit next to 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 a world class poker player. Absolutely. You know, unless you make a deep run, the chances were that almost every single one of these people who won a platinum package that is not a David Peters type player had to have had to have sat next to somebody at their table. And that will have a story and tweets it out. It's just a tremendous promotion in the entire year. And that is just great publicity uh, for and poker. And you, t- you talk about people showing up late for some of these events. Uh, you know, this was the very first thing down there at the Bahamas. So uh, you kind of wondered. But when the uh, shuffle up a deal was called, there was 728 players sitting there. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And, and that's also, now that you mentioned it was the first tournament, you know what? Obviously, the the uh, promotional strategy is great because you want these people there at the beginning so they stay around and, and buy into other tournaments and get caught up in the fever and the excitement of everything. If you're wondering how it stacks up as far as uh, largest tournament ever for a $25,000 buy-in, it is the biggest of all time. Uh, there was one at the Bellagio in 2007 uh, with 639 players, and Carlos Mortensen won that and won... Uh, Fifteen point five million, or no, that prize money was fifteen point five million. He won uh, the title in that one. So uh, this one's up to twenty six million. People are being eliminated and that sort of thing. So uh, we'll look at where people stand right now uh, in the tournament, and maybe some of the people who have been knocked out, some of the people who are challenging. It's a pretty interesting tournament, and uh, you never know. You could be a fish. And happened to one because you wrote a nice essay uh, on on Poker Stars uh, website, and maybe won one of those things. And and all of a sudden you're sitting next to side in between Eric Seidel and Fader Holtz. And all you need is a little <laughs> bit of luck. We we know skill wins out in the majority of the time, but if you get lucky like Jamie Gold did that year when he's got still the record for the highest payout, 
for our main event, you know, just went on a complete heater and just ran through the fields. Uh, and that field was, was what? How many people were there? Which About 10,000 uh, when Jamie Gold won the main event? Uh, or 8,000? 8,000. Right, 8,000 and change. So this is wonderful. Uh, that's a great Great promotional uh, idea yeah, there, it, It's worked out great, and uh, we'll talk a little more about it when we return. We'll take our first break on the show, though, and uh, we'll be back shortly. You're listening to Poker Action Line from South Florida, and looking forward to a great 2019. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you'll join us every week throughout the year. We'll be right back after these messages. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Welcome back to the program. A lot to talk about tonight, including uh, all the details from the Poker Stars Players Championship, which got underway yesterday with day one. They are in day two today. Over a thousand players, as I mentioned in the first segment, and uh, you know, Linda Johnson uh, just got busted out, which uh, doesn't make me too happy. But uh, what a great lady! Yes, yeah, she is. But she's, she's the most wonderful. recent player. If you look down these lists of names, now obviously there's a thousand players, and uh, a lot of good names are going to come and go as we uh, as we look down the list here. But just to give you an idea, recent players who just went out: uh, Timothy Adams, Jake Cody. Um, uh, Vinny uh, Pahuja. Uh, let's see. Who else we got here? We got uh, Justin Bonomo is out. Uh, Matt Glantz is out. Kyle Bowker is out. Uh, Tyler Patterson. Chance Corneth. Cliff Josephy. Just uh, Patrick Antonius. Just the uh, huge names of people who have uh, uh, played down there. And well, it's still a lot to come. Uh, there's 41 events uh, over the course of the next uh, week and a half. And... Uh, this was just the first thing to kick things off. They do have a main event. It's a $10,000 buy-in, which starts on the 11th of January. So we'll look at that next week, obviously. But uh, this tournament was uh, basically uh, you know, a gift to the poker community. It really Eight was. Eight and a half million dollars in prize money plus a million to the winner. So uh, they put out some big money. They've been promoting this thing for a year. They've had some great videos all over the place at different venues. Uh, you know, posters and stuff online and all kinds of things. So it's really created a huge, uh, you know, uh, eyes on their on their product and their brand. And I think it was brilliantly done. So, you know, I think people are going to be talking about this for a while after this tournament is over. And um, I wonder if they're going to do something like this, you know, starting like they did last year at the end of their tournament, building up to, to this to this. Absolutely. Uh, so they gave away their first pass at last year's uh, PCA uh, with, as Maria Konnikova won that last year uh, and won her, the very first pass for this year. Um, someone called it the thank you note to the poker community, and I think that kind of sums it up. Well, let me tell you, they again... Uh, <laughs> All excited about it, so they, they, I think they did a great job. And, and obviously, look at the turnout for this to draw that many people who didn't win the the the, the, 
the Platinum Package. And as Chris uh, Moneymaker mentioned on uh, the interview that we carried in last week's Best of Show, he said, uh, you know, it's not like you can win it and give it to somebody or sell it or anything. You have to go. If you win it, uh, you take the spot. Uh, this is an old-school tournament in many ways. 60000 in chips to start out with, but it is a freeze-out. You can't rebuy or anything like that, which is the way I like it. I'm happy with that. I hate to see all these rebuys. I know the poker room's... Benefit well, from they generated they you know with the with the giveaway of three hundred and twenty packages they already generated the guarantee that would bring these people in and again I don't know if this was their intention I'm sure whoever came up with this idea and when they spitballed this around with all their with all their their executives like you said you know probably three hundred of these three hundred and twenty people are not quote you know professional poker yeah, players. Absolutely. So that generates a large field with a lot of money plus the million-dollar extra add-on that they threw in for first place to entice you know, the people who can afford to put up $25,000 for a tournament, which exactly. is not right. a lot of people. And, exactly. And you mentioned in the first segment that the largest tournament prior to that was 630-something at, uh, at, at uh, Bellagio. the Bellagio. This tournament alone would have broken that record if you added just the people without the platinum package. Right, I mean, exactly. and now, granted, you don't know if you would have drawn <laughs> 700 people, but that number alone beat the previous high number without the platinum package people and, in there. And you mentioned for every player that sits there and looks to his left or right and sees a guy like Ari Engel or David Peters sitting next to him and around the table a couple of their big names, a Helmuth or a, a Maria Ho. Uh, you got the pros that are used to playing, maybe even not big name ones, but uh, are usually out there on the circuit thinking, "Wow, there's going to be some real fish in this event." Yeah, you know, and and you know what the 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 excitement is, you know, you, some of these people are definitely going to either knock out some of the top pros or beat them in big hands, and like you said, that's just great positive, uh, you know, advertisement for you when these people get home and start telling their friends, hey, I took down so-and-so in a hand, or I knocked so-and-so out of the tournament. Yeah, and think about getting a chance to knock out a John Sin, exactly. who, who was knocked and out earlier in this event. That's a lifetime of poker stories to tell your friends, no matter where you sit from now till the time that you stop playing poker. Yeah. You know, it's... it's it, no, absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's a great thing. Excitement, it really is, and it didn't cost you... The money that these people got in there, but you're going to definitely generate the same excitement. And uh, wow, hats off to, to to poker stars and the people who came up with this this idea. And they kind of rewarded people that that did them right throughout the year. For example, they decided they had narrowed it down to five media poker media people who had a chance to win a pass. And the girl who ended up winning it, uh, Alia Jadavi, uh, who uh, if you follow her on Twitter, uh, she goes as El Sriracha. Uh, she won the Platinum Pass, and she's a really interesting story. Uh, she's kind of a big girl, and she had been working on losing a lot of weight, lost about 60 pounds, and then found out that she had cancer. Oh, wow. Uh, so she had to stop some of the uh, weight loss stuff. Uh, the five finalists, by the way, from the media was Kevin Mathers, Kev Math, who uh, is a great Twitter guy, Lance Bradley, uh, who was at one time the uh, editor of Bluff Magazine, Robbie Straczynski, you know, our friend from Israel yeah. that's on the show, and Nick Jones. So uh, Aliyah uh, ended up winning that, but uh, she lost over 60 pounds and then found out that, uh, that that she had a health diagnosis fighting cancer, abdominal cancer, stage 2 abdominal cancer. So 
she's uh, been fighting that and doing a great job, but she is just on top of the world. She plays quite a bit of poker herself, and to get a chance to win the uh, Platinum Pass and not have to oh. pay to get in this tournament is just fantastic. God bless, and, and you know, we'll say some prayers for her to, to beat that cancer. Yeah, she's doing well. She's a so fighter, I'm sure. So. She has been fighting. Uh, also, uh, our good friend uh, Chad Holloway is playing in this thing. Uh, he's, of course, a media guy. I uh, just saw him at the Hard Rock back in August, and uh, he's taking a shot. He got some people uh, to sponsor him and uh, chip in, so he's taking a huge shot here. He has a he does have a bracelet in his past, which came in a media event at the World Series of Poker. But uh, for him to play in a $25,000 tournament, it wouldn't be something he would normally do. But uh, he sold some action and uh, put up some of his own money, and he's down there now playing as well. So he's one of the people we'll be following, and uh, we'll give you a chip count in just a little bit. So he's still alive. He's still alive, as far as I know. Alia is out. You know, I can't check every single name, but uh, some of the names at the top of the list will give you who uh, is leading. By the way, at the end of day one, Talal Shakerji was the chip leader. He is now in second place. Julian Martini is the chip leader. Uh, Mustafa Kanit right up there near the top. Uh, who else? We got uh, Kristen Bicknell has a uh, really nice chip stack, 340k. Uh, the leader's at 777 at this moment. But uh, Big Nick Griffin Benger, uh, Ryan Reese has a nice chip stack, 305. Uh, Fareed Jatton, who's from here in South Florida, has a has a good start going. Martin Jacobson, former world champion, mm-hmm. playing as well. Great player. <laughs> and uh, when you go down the list, you just see uh, people who have been playing well lately, people like Dylan Lindy, uh, Scott Margerison, who won a Seminole Hard Rock tournament, is up there near the top. Brian Piccioli, Jake Schwartz, uh, Blair Hinkle. Just great names of the game that that are doing very well. So, uh, you know, still a couple more days. We'll have the results next week uh, from what's happening over there. But certainly, uh, you know, this is this is going to be the talk of the of the poker world until the summer. And that's what they wanted it to to do. And I think this is going to be so successful. And like you said, we'll know how successful it is if a month from now people are still talking about it. You yeah. know, once the tournament is over. Definitely. So uh, we'll follow that, and we will uh, we'll update you next week on on what happens. But uh, you know, I can't think of another tournament right now that's uh, drawing more excitement. I mean, you know, it used to be Aussie Millions, that was a huge one, and of course the regular main event of the PCA. But that will be well, enhanced. It, by but this it's as kind well. of been like uh, you know, this is how it's been for the last couple of years, and then the lead up into into uh, the the you know the start of the WSOP at the end of May. But like you said. If this generates the, the 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 talk and the passion that I think this will generate, you know, every time the main event is over, you know, a few months later, people already start talking about, hey, you know, I'm making my reservations, you know, that that's that's the Mount Olympus uh, tournament, and now this one may have that t- talk of, like, hey, how many people you think they're going to be able to bring into this tournament, and you know, it, it could be a destination much bigger than they ever thought it could be. Yeah, no question. So uh, that gets you updated on what's uh, what's happening down there. Uh, and everybody benefits, really, because, you know, obviously we have uh, the Lucky Hearts Poker Open starting uh, ne- into next week. And as people finish tournaments down there, they'll be coming back through South Florida. And a lot of them will stay a few days and play in some of these events. So it's working out great for, yeah. for just about everybody, really. <laughs> 
Very excited. That's it's amazing. It's so, so nice to start the new year with all of this excitement in this tournament. Yeah. And uh, looking at some of the poker uh, companies and, and some of their mergers and that sort of thing, it's really kind of interesting what's happening uh, in the poker world. Uh, for a while, we thought that online poker would uh, really expand, but now it's kind of riding the back a little bit of sports betting, and we'll see what happens uh, in this year, the year as it rolls around. But uh, the UFC combining with the uh, with the uh, WSO or the uh, Poker Stars company is a big thing. Uh, it's really going to bring some interesting stuff there. The World Poker Tour merged with an esports company uh, called Allied Sports International. And they have changed the format of some of their events to include a delay uh, when they get to the final table and then to bring people back into the Luxor at the eSports Arena there and play the final tables, which uh, we'll see how that works out. Uh, you know, it may drop some of the uh, viewing uh, uh, watchers of the TV program later in the year because that will change things, obviously, as to how that works out. But yeah. uh, I'm not sure what you think about that. Well, this is going to be something we're going to have to wait to see as it gets closer and see what what you know what people are saying on social media and what they're going to do with that. By the way, the chairman of the board is uh, Lyle Berman, a well-known poker name, uh, who has it was in the Poker Hall of Fame. By the way, he's the chairman of the board at this company, uh, uh, Allied Sports and Esports International. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, the HyperX Esports Arena will be the location for a lot of these final tables on the WPT this year. All right. Well, <laughs> the, the, so much information to take in. So yeah, early, it huh? is. There's so much happening in this world of poker that, uh, you know, it's hard to keep up with everything. But that's why you listen to this show. We that's try to do it, it for you that's and deliver it. the information. Uh, let's take another break here on the show. I, a couple other things I wanted to cover tonight on a different vein. And... Uh, some interesting articles. Uh, we'll see if we can get to some uh, some uh, strategy stuff as well. But uh, um, you know, here we are rolling around the first of the year. Something I want you to think about during the break when we come back is what your uh, New Year's resolutions for poker might be. Mine, my yeah, personal, your personal ones, and uh, you know, it's going to be a big year for for us uh, here on the show. I think uh, we had a great tournament. Uh, uh, with our sponsors, uh, Atlantic West Management, and we hope to do that again. Uh, back in uh, a couple months ago, we had the tournament and gave away $1,500 in prize money for a free roll event uh, online. Uh, Tuscaloosa Johnny, one of our guests uh, who wrote a book, uh, we had him back on uh, the show after that, but uh, he won our event for $750. Yeah. A good friend of yours, Big Al, uh, was a winner as well, and a friend of mine, Dale, uh, took third place, so we gave away three nice prizes there for a free roll, and uh, we'll hope to do some more of that here in 2019. Exactly, and these are people helping us test uh, beta test, uh, you know, a poker uh, uh, playing site there. So let's see if we can get something else and even bigger and better for this this coming year. Absolutely, a lot of people listening to the show. Our numbers took off last year in 2019. And we know that when people are looking for information on the World Series of Poker, it always picks up the numbers. And uh, we're really happy with uh, our listenership. And uh, we'll try to reward you with a lot of good guests here as we roll into 2019 as well. There we go. Okay, we'll be back with more of the show when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line. You can always pick up the show on uh, our website, uh, on Podbean. 
Uh, of course, you can go to SoundCloud. You can go to uh, iTunes, download the show. Lots of places to hear the show. And uh, we hope you'll continue to do that here in 2019. We'll be back with more of the show when we return here on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Drag Racing Series. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt, race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events, NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe here on Poker Action Line. Uh, beautiful uh, South Florida weather. Uh, got a little couple of cool little streaks there a couple of days here and there. It doesn't last long, which is great. Don't make fun. These people who are listening in cold <laughs> states there are going to want to slap us uh, if you tell them it's cool. When well, it gets, they can when jump it gets into the low 60s, upper 50s. They can jump on a plane and be here next week uh, at the Seminole Hard Rock for the Lucky Hearts uh, Poker Open, a great tournament. Uh, I mentioned Linda Johnson just got knocked out. Uh, you want to hear how she got knocked out? How? Yes. She was holding ace-7 suited of diamonds. Ace-7 of diamonds pushed in her last 114K and uh, was called by uh, Giannis Leperis, and he had pocket 10s. Uh, she got an ace on the flop, but he got a 10 on the flop. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that just about did it for yeah, her. Yeah, so uh, the... Uh, the three on the turn kind of uh, finished up her demise, and she is out now. Um, you look at the, you know, ambassadors of the game, and this is like a must-play for them down here. You know, to 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 come to a tournament like this is just to just to add their uh, support, really, yeah. for an event like this. 
Exactly. That's just uh, that's what they're supposed to do. You know, they're, they've they've made a great living from poker, and that's what that's what great you know uh, ambassadors of poker do. And Linda's one of them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, big name players uh, still doing very well. Ryan Reese, uh, uh, J.C. Alvarado, Kane Callis, Matt Affleck. Uh, Scott Margerson, we mentioned earlier. So uh, right now they're at 265. So since we came on the show tonight, they've dropped about 25 players. And still a couple more days. They'll have the uh, final, I believe, uh, as we tape the show here on Monday, I believe it'll be on Wednesday. So uh, Well, they're going to stop at a, at a sp- uh, specific time tonight, right? Whether they're they on get level 15. And they're probably only going to play, what, 16 levels? or That's a lot of levels to play in one day, too. Yeah. That's a lot of levels. Well, today is day two, so. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's right. Today's yeah. day two. Excuse me. I was. <laughs> um, yeah, they usually play some somewhere what between eight and ten levels on a day, so they probably got a few more to go today. A couple of people just got busted: Jesse Sylvia, Jason Somerville, and Ole Shemian. Uh, players still alive include uh, Upeshka da Silva. One of your favorite names. One of my favorite names. (laughs) And uh, Christoph Vogelsang is still alive. Griffin Benger uh, moving up the charts as well. So, again, we're keeping an eye on this as we move along, having a good time looking at it. Uh, I don't know if we'll get into too much uh, strategy tonight. There is an article I do want to talk about uh, written by one of your favorites. Uh, Not Ed Miller. Roy Cook. Oh, man. Uh, It's Two Streets of Value, he calls it. And uh, we'll get into maybe some of that next week. Uh, there was a big tournament that moved up into December, uh, the Super High Roller Bowl number 5. Normally played in the uh, spring, they moved it up uh, to December, and I'm not sure why they did that because it didn't really get too much coverage, but Ike Haxton was the winner, uh, Alex Foxen finishing second, Stephen Chidwick was third. How and, many players uh, entered? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that you, one. You know, I'm always going to ask you how many people entered because uh, one well, this know. was earlier in the month. Oh, 36. And it's a super high roller. Was it was a, a super high roller. Uh, you know. 100,000. No, 300,000. Yeah. 300,000. Wow. So uh, Haxton wins uh, 3.6 million for, for first in that one. Uh, Stephen Chidwick, uh, who had a tremendous year, didn't win the uh, player of the year but was close. Uh, wins 1.5 million in the December tournament, picks up a lot of points and made a late run. But uh, the Player of the Year honors for the uh, Global Poker Index went to uh, Alex Foxen, and for the uh, Card Player Magazine uh, poll went to Jake Schindler, who lives down here in South Florida. Um, guys that have been right there the last couple of years and have proven to be great players include Adrian Mateos, who uh, finished fifth in this particular tournament, Talal Shakerji. We mentioned was the chip leader after day one, finished fourth in this one. Igor Kurganov, who uh, has the big claim to fame of dating uh, Liz Bowrie, so uh, his life can't be too bad. <laughs> he finished in sixth in that one. But uh, one of the most prestigious tournaments of the year, and I'm, I think by moving it to right before Christmas, I think they took some of the some of the starch out of that one. I gotta say. Well, maybe they were looking for a bigger field or just to get that last uh, end of 2018. Well, uh, it's it's not easy. There's so much going on, and you have to look and see what everyone else is doing. There's things that pop up after you make your choice of dates. I I know you went through that years ago. Uh, I talked to Ken Lambert over at the Isle, and this year they had the uh, Isle Classic. Instead of having it in January, they had that in December. So uh, I went over there and watched some of that. Uh, Jeffrey Trudeau uh, from Orlando was the winner in that one. 
And uh, a good tournament, uh, but, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, why did you move it up so early? And he said, well, it actually was in December last year, and so we had pretty much the same dates. But no matter where you look, you're going to find something that's right in your grill. And down here, you know, you you have the Hard Rock, you have uh, Coco, <laughs> which is part of, of the right. Seminole Indians. Um it's tough, Dave, let me tell you, you know, and, and the problem is, you know, we, we have that 800-pound gorilla in, in the backyard down here for, for all the poker rooms <laughs> that aren't called Hard Rock and, and everything. And, you know, they're scheduling a lot more tournaments now. And when you schedule this, there's a lot of work that goes into this. You're wondering whether you're going to do guarantees, scheduling, you, you know, there, there, there's a lot of you know, things that you have to think about, and you set forth a date, and if one of your competitors that can afford to take a hit if things don't work out as well, you know, that you can't, you know, it really puts a crimp in in, in how you handle things uh, as a poker room manager, director, whatever you want to call me, you know, if it isn't as successful, and God forbid you even take a beating on it, you know, as far as... uh, you know, money that you have to shell out of pocket and right. and everything else. And these poker rooms don't have, like the Hard Rock that has all the different restaurants and a lot of different venues that generate income for, for their property. You don't have that. You know, the Isle does have some nice restaurants and everything else, but that's not going to come close to generating the income. And if you're not bringing in these people, you're also not getting as much at the slot machines that has to go into play when you're when you're scheduling. These well, you days. talk about competition. Uh, the Hard Rock had so much to offer a year ago. Now they've taken out all those shops and, and restaurants there in, the, in Seminole Paradise, are rebuilding it with this new guitar-shaped hotel right. that's uh, really moving along, by the way, and coming along for uh, next summer probably. But uh, you know they don't have the uh, the amenities that they had. A, a while ago, but they will in a year or so, and then they're going to be tough to, to right. Battle. And think about it: those properties that were taken away, you know, that 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 was an entertainment area for clubs, for comedy clubs, right. great restaurants to go to. Hard Rock Live now which is still those there. Those places but, uh, were there. Uh, bongos, the Bongos, uh, Moderanos, you know, uh, those places were there to bring people in, and then. You know, those businesses were making money because they're not actually right. affiliated with the Hard Rock as far as their income goes to them. But, you know, you're bringing in people into the restaurant, into the clubs, and then hopefully you get a certain percentage of those that go into the I casino, throw 20 30 40 50 $100 in the slot machine. I wonder how many of those businesses will return. Obviously, it's going up, but I'm sure it's expensive for the rents. I would imagine, but and think, I'm sure there's lots think of about what the, the amount of people that they are going yeah. to generate. Now, again, I haven't heard any plans as to how they're going to have that plaza again, whether it's going to be all their people, you know, all their stores. I mean, they no, wanted I th- I to. Think, I think there's a lot of outside places. You know, the Hooters was there. I don't think that's coming back. But a lot of those places didn't do as well as they had hoped. There is a lot of competition. I'm sure there's a lot of restrictions uh, put on them by the uh, the uh, Seminole management. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But you know, if you went there on a Friday, Saturday night, or when or when the Hard Rock had a special concert or entertainer coming in to perform at you know at at, at their stage and you know Thursday night or Wednesday night, that place would get packed. So right. these businesses could not have been at least the top name places like Bongos and Monteranos. 
those nightclubs on on the weekend. I know the comedy club was you know it was a comedy improv. They right. were always packed the lines, you know, when I went to see With some big name, top notch Exactly, and the lines were huge. So I can't believe, unless the rents were just so astronomical, and then they did them a favor by, by doing this. But um, I mean, it's easy for us to see, though, because a lot of times we're there on the weekends, but seven days a week, is it like that? I think it's uh, Deadsville during the week sometimes. Yeah, but you kind of plan your, you know, when, when you decide that you're going to go into that. You know you're going to make some money, let's say, Monday through Wednesday. But, you know, a lot of concerts. I know that my wife and I went to see Andrea Bocelli, you know, top, you know at the top of the list of opera singers. It was ridiculous. I was on a Thursday night, you know, and um, so that has to bring in on unbelievable. You know, all of a sudden people are going, well, let's make dinner reservations there so we're there early and, yeah, right. and stuff like that. Again, I... I Revenue-wise, I don't think these businesses had any problems making any kind of money. I just don't know what the rent was. I don't think they were real happy with them having clothes, but... You know that's always a possibility when when you're when when they you got a property like this that's looking to to expand and. I wonder if that's going to be in the in the in the thought process of any other future yeah, businesses absolutely. that are coming in there into that plaza because if they keep growing at the rate that they're going, Dave. It's it's not incomprehensible to think that they're going to expand again down the road. Well, the big tournament coming up down there is the Lucky Hearts Poker Open. Then in February, you have uh, the sister uh, property up in Coconut Creek will host the uh, WSOP Circuit. And then it just kicks right back into the Seminole Hard Rock Showdown uh, in, in April. So there's always something coming up. Uh, Tony Burns, Bill Mason... Uh, the whole group over there comes up with great ideas like the uh, the Escalator series and that sort of thing. So there's always something coming. And uh, we're spoiled rotten down here. We really are. There's always some great events. And, and, the, and the people who benefit from this are the poker players. Yeah, absolutely. Because the promotions that are offered in all the casinos down here are, when I'm telling you, second to none. And, I mean, heads and shoulders above any other promotions in the United States. Uh, it, it, Poker room managers from around the the country, I'm sure, you know, scratching their heads going, how can these people give away this kind of money, you know, for promotional high-hand hours and whatever other promotions they're giving out, you know, and it's due to the fact of the amount of money that we're generating down here, and it, it just doesn't seem to go away. I honestly thought... You know, when we started this show, and I knew that was going to happen back in 2010 when the, when the high-stakes limits opened up, and we started with the, you know, some of the places that are once a month were doing a $1,000 an hour high hand. I mentioned on our show back then, I think this is going to, it's great for the players, but eventually some poker rooms are going to have to close because of this because if you can't generate enough money. At that point, you're almost giving away all your profits from the rake, and when you you know factor in uh, you know salaries and benefits and, and and all the other stuff that you need to run a proper poker room, I'm surprised rooms haven't closed down. And the ones that ha- I think I know one closed down because of that, and a second one did, and they've right. reopened, and we're looking to have another one reopen soon. And uh, it's just very difficult, you know. Right. You, and and like I said, the Hard Rock can make it almost impossible for. Probably sixty, seventy percent of these rooms, if they really wanted to, but they'd take a hit for it because I don't think they could generate that account of money. But once the competition is gone, 
you know, you bring it back to something normal, and, and now it's all the, all the business is yours. One of the things I didn't mention uh, was the Fun in the Sun Poker uh, Series, which was the week after Christmas until New Year's over at the Hard Rock. Smaller tournaments. The main event was a 560. Uh, the first event was a, little, was a smaller 250. Uh, Ido Ashkenazi, who a local player who uh, uh, good friends with uh, Lou Stadler, who I'm going to have on the show here early in January, hopefully, uh, from the Florida Miami Poker Society. Uh, he won the first event, and the final event was won by Alcides Gomez, not Aldrin Gomez, another fellow that down here that gets confused with, with Aldrin, but uh, Alcides Gomez, a local player, he won the uh, main event for 26K. So uh, that was uh, what took place here in January. And then, of course, the uh, as we get underway with the Lucky Hearts, which starts on January 10th uh, with a tournament with... Uh, Let's see, it's uh, 10, 10, no, 8 uh, opening sessions. We'll start on January the 10th. So that's just right around the corner here now as well. Uh, some bigger tournaments as well. Uh, horse tournament for 360 and seniors uh, is 360. That is on Sunday, uh, January 13th. So um, we'll take our last break on the show, but as I lead into that, we'll... Joe Rodriguez be at the seniors tournament or some other big ones in uh, early 2000. I don't think he's too sure exactly what the year will bring for him, but we will hear from uh, from Joe when we return and uh, look ahead to 2019 for both of us here on the program. Let's take a break. We'll be back to finish things up when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line, and we appreciate you being with us and hope you'll stick around till the end of the show. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. Welcome 
Welcome back to the show. Final segment, Big Dave and Joe, as we finish things up here on uh, our first show of 2019. Big Dave Lemon, Joe Rodriguez. Uh, we do the show here weekly, usually posted on Monday nights. So I don't want to be uh, tied to that completely because there could be some changes. But uh, looking ahead to 2019, uh, I always look at the problem of uh, playing poker for me is either I don't have the money or I don't have the time. Uh, right now, I uh, had, a, had a good bowl season. I went to several games uh, with the NCAA. A good friend of mine uh, is a play-by-play announcer for ESPN, and I work as a spotter for him. And I did uh, about 10 games this year. Traveled all over the place. Spent New Year's Eve at the Liberty Bowl. Did a game down here in Boca, where we worked, which was great, because we worked with uh, Des Howard and uh, Jonathan Vilma. So it was a lot of fun. They were the two... Uh, uh, analysts on the on the TV broadcast. Dave Lamont is uh, my good friend that uh, we went to college together and have stayed in touch over the years. And so when I'm busy doing some of that, uh, you know, I don't have time to play. But of course, that brings in a little bit of revenue. So now, when I have a little free time, I might get to the tables more in 2019. Um, you know, I I played in a horse tournament at the Isle, which was only eighty dollars on a Tuesday night. Uh, that's kind of in my price range, really. Uh, when it gets up to $300, I'm not going to be playing in those. Yeah. How about you? Well, listen, I didn't get to play anywhere near the amount that I really wanted to, and mostly because of finances. Uh, you know, it's, I've spent a lot of money making sure that my daughters all graduated and have careers, and, you know, I'm, I'm very proud that... Time, to, time for them to start paying you. Yeah, yeah. Like I tell them, I said, all right, whoever's <laughs> most successful is going to have daddy living with them. So, uh, you know... But um, I had the time. Finances was the problem. Um, I'm hoping, as you asked me, what my what why my uh, poker what is it what was it for 2019? Your poker resolution. Resolution. New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution for poker. Well, um, hoping to get back into the industry from a management or dealing standpoint and. Um, uh, I'm working on something now that's looking promising, and as soon as uh, it's finalized, I'll, 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 you'll be the first to know, Dave, and we can mention it on the show. But I am looking forward to kind of to getting back into that. I haven't been doing that, and more so from a management standpoint in four, five, six years, you know, since uh, Miami Highlights sold it to the people who changed the name to Casino Miami. And uh, so I'm hoping to get back into, the, into that industry, um, you know, and kind of mentor and tutor some people and just be what it would help in whatever way that I can. I'm not looking to be a director anymore. I don't want that job. I, I had it. I'm, you know, very happy with it. I've trained 400 people. You know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, mentor and tutor some people uh, to help them, younger people, get into eventually make it their career, their their dream, their poker dream to run a room or to move up the ladder in, in management Whatever it is, any way that I can help in that, in that regard. So um, I'm just grateful that I may have that opportunity to do that again until the time that I decide, until uh, the time I decide to retire, and then enjoy my retirement life with my wife. Well, lots of things are happening here in 2019. Places coming and going, as you as uh, we mentioned here earlier on the program uh, a few uh, weeks ago, the uh, Casino Miami Miami Highlight. Uh, has been sold and was bought by Phil Ruffin, who is, uh, owns Treasure Island, has been a staple out in Las Vegas for many years. Uh, there will be some big changes there. He's one of the richest men in the, in the world. He's a billionaire. 
and uh, looks like he wants to move forward with some things there. Whether that will involve poker, we'll find out shortly. Uh, the uh, Miccosukee, which is the other Indian tribe here in South Florida, has a place out there on Chrome Avenue down in southwest. Right uh, at the start of the Everglades in the Miami side. As they say, BF Egypt. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a long way for me to get down there. But they are not planning to open their room from what I hear. No, and I live five miles from there, so it's right around the corner from me. It's where I originally started my poker career. And uh, I have family member who works there, and I was shocked to find out. You know, they had closed their room down in August, and we're looking to rebuild it. And, uh, you know, they have decided to, you know, according to him, to uh, scrap those plans and not open up the poker room again. So well, and that's a shocker, Dave, because for people who listen to our show... They, they were one of the first that, ones. No, not one of the first ones. The first the one. The first ones and exclusive for just about two years, okay, before the Seminoles quote, classic, uh, opened up, which was the second poker room in the state of Florida. But they were the first ones to open up. It was either April 1st or 2nd of 92. And the, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the Seminoles didn't open up until 94. 92, I, that's a whole other century. There you go. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, and I'm very proud, as I've mentioned before, to be one of the original 12 dealers to have dealt poker in the state of Florida, the first night it was ever legal in the state of Florida, so um, you know it is a shocker. It is a shocker that uh, that they they're not going to open up again. I don't understand it. I've always had my qualms with their way they managed uh, that poker from day one till till they closed it, and it, you know it still spins my head a little bit with what yeah. they do because that room could have been a giant for a long time if they had the right people managing well, it. Well, there also be some changes at the dog tracks with uh, the big uh, Amendment 13 for that is year. banning uh, dog racing here in Florida as of 2020, so uh, there'll be some uh, transition there. Uh, Magic City and Hollywood Greyhound, uh, which is uh, called Mardi Gras now, uh, at one time, uh, Magic City was known as Flagler Dog Tracks, so right. that's completely changed over the course of our lifetime. But uh, those are two uh, pretty nice poker rooms down here in South Florida that I'm sure will continue. Uh, whether they will have an advantage as a company, uh, not having to run those races anymore, what will happen with the high lie business, the horse racing business, the harness businesses at some of these other places. We do know that Calder has torn down their grandstand and, of course, what was at one time their poker room. Uh, I think they will come back with a poker room at some time, maybe this year, but they are actually switching to high lie there, building a high lie court there, a small high lie court, plan on hiring some amateur players here from South Florida. Uh, we'll see how that goes as far as what that will draw. but uh, That seems to be the trend with most of these yeah, power mutuals. It's, it's like not going to be ultra successful, but it's not the no, cost of the horse racing. It isn't. As a matter of fact, even with that, it's probably going to be a losing proposition for you know from a financial right. standpoint for the for the company. But do they but, move forward but it with allows, poker? Well, they can if they can, I think if they, they, think they can make that, that, that transition. Um you know, unfortunately, you know, as we, you and I both love Highlight. You, you know, you got your start there, so as as I did in that business here. Um, unfortunately, states that have paramutual racinos, as they've always been called, over a certain amount of time, usually the paramutual outside of the horse track industry, the horse racing industry, has gone by the wayside. You know, it's it's the largest expense. 
once you have a casino, whether it's just a slot room, uh, whatever, the revenues just do all of this, yeah. and you, all you have to do is log on and see it. And you know, it's not, it's, we're not we're not revealing a secret here. That's just how it is. And I don't want to leave out uh, Kings Court Key, which is located in Florida City, <laughs> south of Homestead, way down at the tip of the peninsula before the Keys start, and uh, basically. Uh, what we have there is a little six-table poker room that is actually doing quite well. Uh, from what you heard, there's some decent numbers there. And, uh, you know, Florida City continues to uh, uh, have, a, have a solid poker product, from what I hear. Yeah, but we all have to wait and see what Amendment 3 does as far as what came through and who's going to fight what and everything else. So yeah. there's still a lot of legality stuff that's going to have to go for going forward that has to be straightened out here in the state of Florida. And that never seems to, you know, run its course very smoothly at all yeah, or, or in a timely fashion for that matter. Uh, Lucky Arts Poker Open, the next big tournament here in South Florida. Uh, that is coming up beginning on the 10th, as I mentioned. Their main event uh comes up at uh, let's see that would be 1100 no they have a they have a deep stacks uh WPT deep stacks which is an $1100 buy-in that starts on uh January 17th and then their uh, main event will be uh a little later in the month a $2500 buy-in that begins on uh, January 20th. So that's all coming up at the Hard Rock. Uh, then we'll have the WSOP Circuit in February at Coconut Creek. All kinds of stuff coming up here in South Florida. Next week we'll talk a little more about the World Series of Poker, which is coming out with their main dates as well. Good. Well, another thing to look forward to besides the excitement that they've created in the BCA. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll give you an update uh, next week on what happened at this... Uh, uh, Players Championship, they'll be underway with the main part of the tournament, getting ready for their main event down there in the Bahamas. Uh, a lot of excitement and a lot of big names, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, thanks for being with us, Gio, as usual. Thanks for the great job and uh, all the work that you did on our best of shows that ran in December. Uh, a lot of extra work for you on that, I know, and I appreciate the, what you did there. Uh, Joe, thanks uh, for being a big part of the show once again as we head toward our ninth anniversary in uh, March and uh, look forward Feels to like great yesterday. Year. Feels like yesterday, Ab- Big Dave. Absolutely. We'll see you next week on Poker Action Line. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.